Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney this hour. This is your show, America, so call in at 888-825-5225. And I'm in an incredibly good mood today because I'm wearing my Deloney shirt in honor of Dr. John Deloney's book launch week, month, if year. It feels like you're one of those girls who's like, it's my birthday month. And I'm like, dude, that's not a thing. You get one day. It's my book day. But this entire last month has felt like I feel like a with your party. book coming out... I've heard more about your book drama than mine. Drama? Yes. I didn't know about the drama. Do you, you like this color? What's the right color? What do you think about the backside? That what, is what true. What about this? I, I don't know about the book. Like the that. amount of decisions that go into making a book, it's unbelievable. So and the amount I'm of second of guessing you put oh, on yeah. decisions that you've already made is is pretty amazing. But now you know what it's like to walk through the world feeling like Deloney. Feels I feel good, doesn't it? Well, I feel insecure. You feel insecure? I don't know if it's the shirt. I feel exposed. And both powerful and insecure. I think I think the exposure part is... Um, That's a big piece You're really it. a short sleeve kind of guy. Yeah. But, but I think you... Uh, both, I don't have the muscle mass to support it. You're both insecure and uh, feel powerful. And now you know how That's I feel. That's the Deloney way. Well, hey, we are here for you, America. And Eric is here in Wichita on the line. Eric, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I have a quick question. So, uh, well, wife and I, my beautiful wife and I, have been uh, <laughs> doing the... <laughs> That's a great caveat. Hey, here's what I guarantee he's about to do. He's about to say he thinks something and she thinks different. Am I right? And you think she's wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes, you're right. And I think she's listening. So, I'm... I'm, I'm so, I'm guys very, say my yeah. beautiful wife and women say my amazing husband when they're about to say... <laughs> And I think they're an idiot. The other person's an idiot. So go ahead. Tell <laughs> us why, how your beautiful wife may be an idiot, Eric. <laughs> All right. You said it, not me. But, uh, <laughs> Smart man. We, we had, um, we've been doing the steps and we are now down to just my student loans, which is about $9,000 left. Um, and she has an opinion that we should not pay the student loans and we should just start saving that do the three to six months of expenses because there is a, a very high chance that her car is going to go out within the next year or so. Uh, and we don't, we just have a thousand dollars of emergencies. So I don't know um, what you guys think about that. Should we just tackle the, how much money the, do you have in the bank? Uh, Probably about, uh, we have about 3500 bucks. Okay. So you got a little more than that baby step one emergency fund. And what's your income? Uh, 150 a year. Oh my gosh. So th these student loans are paid off within a few months, max? The the student loans, we if we really buckle down, we could, we could do it within three to four months, I three think. Three months. So 90 days from now, the student loans are gone. You said her car could die within a year. And that you know what gives else you could nine after more that? months. We're going to have a presidential election. You know what that means? It's all going down. Russia could invade. And after that, a meteorite could come. And after that... <laughs> yeah, can her car not also be repaired? I mean, it's it's pretty old. This is 2006. Um, and she, I mean, she'll drive it until it doesn't go anymore. That's the type of woman she is, but... Uh, I yeah, think we use if she's that scared, she should use that fire to fuel the debt-free journey. To go, we got to get out of debt fast. We get the emergency fund fast. Then we got to start the car savings fund fast because I know this thing's going to be dead in a year. 
versus right. leapfrogging. You said, hey, we're doing these steps. Well, the steps are in order for a reason. They work. And if you try to do multiple at once, it doesn't work. It, let's be honest, though. I get... How, how much debt have y'all paid off? Uh, we we own the business. Uh, so it was, it's been about... It was about 35000 Uh But... I sold my business as well, so that actually helped us a lot. Okay. I sold, I sold my business and then uh, uh, paid everything else off. How long have y'all been them. chipping away at this? Uh, about, well, uh, really about three years. Okay. Because our business was kind of going downhill. and. So yeah. I, I remember... I remember like year two, year three mark, we've been hammering away and hammering away and hammering away at this. And I felt like I should get my new car now. And then my wife and I were just at zero. Right? We just, we did all that work to just get to zero. And now you're telling me I got to go two more years and save up to buy the car that I want, which is a used car, by the way. So I get her looking down the barrel of, are you serious right now? Like we have nine, we're going to go crazy and get this thing done in 90 days. And then we start the savings thing all over again for my car. Is this just our life? And so I think there's some truth to just sitting and going, yeah, that does stink, man. We worked really hard for three and a half years. We've grind and we scratched and clawed and we paid everything off. And now we got to scratch and claw again to save up to buy you a new car. Right. That is hard. And that's reality. Eric, what is uh, y'all's take-home pay? Is it about nine grand? Uh, it's nine grand. Yeah, she. Yeah, I make uh, sixty thousand, and she makes. And 80. we're not investing right now for paying off debt, right? Right. Okay, so making nine grand a month. Can you find forty-five hundred bucks? Can you take half of that and throw it at the debt and be done in two months? If you buckle down. If we could, I would have to look at it again, but. But think about that. Then in two months, you free up 4500 bucks you were throwing at it plus that student loan payment. That means nine months from then, you'd have forty grand saved. You'd have your emergency fund plus enough to get an upgrade for the car. Right. So, that, I mean, we're talking less than 12 months from now. And so if you start to paint that picture and go, hey, honey, I hear you. I'm not trying to be combative here. I'm just saying, look at these numbers. We can do this and do it quickly if we buckle down. Do you have something you could put on the table? I'm not going to go out to eat for lunch with my workmates for a month. I'm going to make lunch. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could do that. I'm just wondering if there's something you could put on the table that says, "Hey, I'm, in, I'm all in." She I'm sees you're all, serious. All in. I want these student loans gone out of my life. Here, George and I say it's ludicrous to not pay student loans and start saving up for a car for another car that might die in a year. That's madness. You've got debt staring you right in the face. Pay it off. Right. Get, get rid of that stuff. Um, but man, I, I think a conversation about okay, here's instead of presenting the, all right, we're gonna we're just gonna go crazy for ninety more days. I love George's plan. Like let's let's sit down and come up with a twelve month plan. Here's how this works. If I buckle down, I'm gonna make this commitment because I know you're gonna need a car. But I gotta get these student loans out of our house. We have to get these student loans out of here. Let's make a plan, and then in twelve months we're gonna look up and we're gonna have an emergency fund, and you're gonna have a new car. Yeah. Or maybe not a new car, but a used new a car. A new to you car. Right. Right. It's well, that simple and it's that hard, Eric. Well, I, I wish it was a shortcut. <laughs> yeah, math and reality are no fun sometimes. Sometimes they're awesome, but we sometimes We feel like fuddy-duddies no over here being like, you got to just pay out. 
but that's how it works and it's worked for so many people we believe in it that much we're that confident in this plan you got to do it in order with intensity that's the only way it works thanks so much for the call eric this is the ramsey show welcome back to the ramsey show i'm george camel co-host of course of this show but also of smart money happy hour with my friend rachel cruz and the george camel youtube channel which you can check out on the tubes and of course i'm uh, joined by dr john deloney who's got a fantastic show that he hosts right next door to this studio called the dr john deloney show and you guys are crushing it over there john you just passed two hundred thousand subscribers on youtube i can't catch up man You'll have me it's caught by the end battle. of the month. So. It's a losing battle. I see what you're doing there. But the team's done amazing the work. The George Campbell Show will pass my show and well, YouTube subscribers too. you just launched this like mini documentary episode on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that, that is, is pretty amazing. Rad. Yeah, the, 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 we actually, they came to us and said, hey, we want you to follow somebody for 90 days. And let's let's call your bluff. Let's see if these little um, steps to the building an audience life, you talk about let's see if this actually works. And so we put out a call, and we ended up with an incredible guy who came forward and said, I'm willing to do, film the whole thing. And um, and then his wife ends up coming along halfway through the the, the, sh- the shoot. But um, what the film team was able to do, what this guy was able to do, he's just a brave dude, man. Um, and they got to see the behind the scenes. Me answering calls, saying I was wrong. Me going, whoa, this is a big deal, and it's not a big deal. Kind of some inside baseball on how the coaching process works, but... Um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Go to go to johndeloney.com on uh, no, I'm sorry, go to YouTube slash John Deloney and you can check it out. It's an amazing um one episode series and yeah, um, it's about twenty eight minutes and it is cool. well worth your time. The team did an it's incredible a TV job. Show. Yeah, they did a great job, man. That's the start, John. Next up, Netflix is calling you. All right. Well, John, I've got an article here that it made me happy, and a lot of people have sent this to me, and I shouldn't be as happy as I am, but there's those I told you so moments that I rarely get, and this is you one of them. You love those. Here, here it is from Business Insider. Here's the headline. 95% of the NFT market may now be worthless, study finds. No. To which I retorted, they were always worthless. There was just people stupid enough to pay for them. You mean, um, <laughs> digital clip art? is now suddenly not worth billions? John, it has a scientific name, non-fungible token. It's clip art. Fair really point. fancy clip Fair art. Fair point. That Bill Gates gave us originally for free. Just for free. Wow. Here Through go, Microsoft. Guys. Through Microsoft. Clippy. Here's some pictures y'all can y'all can have. And here we are in 2023 still talking about it. Uh, here, here's what it says. Are NFTs dead? A recent study looking at the price of thousands of collections seems to suggest the answer is yes. And so here's the report. Out of 73,000 NFT collections, the researchers looked at almost 70,000 of them. And slightly over 95% had a market cap of zero which is a fancy way of saying it's worthless. <laughs> so by their estimate, almost 23 million people hold these worthless assets. This daunting reality should serve as a sobering check on the euphoria that has often surrounded the NFT space. Ouch. And 79% of all NFT collections currently remain unsold. The surplus of supply, it's digital. There's not really a surplus of supply of a digital, they claim, you know, it's, it's John, this is the one token. But here's what NFTs really are. It's like a treasure map that points to the treasure that you're buying. You're buying a URL link that goes to the photo. You don't even own the photo, John. The original artist owns the photo. You own the URL. That's a flex on your friends that says, I'm the sole owner of this one photo that you can screenshot instantly. (laughs) It's that insane. Like we thought timeshares were insane. This is like a sense of ownership of a sense of ownership. 
if you said, hey, um, I discovered a, a, a pipe that I can drill down into the ground and get water so all of us don't die, I would say, cool, I would like to, I would like to buy into that. Or if you said, hey, um, I got another drill and I drilled down into a reservoir of oil. Or I created clean energy. It's going to be free for everybody. So things that provide value to I would society? Say, I'm going to buy that. If you said, hey, have I got a deal for you? For $4 million, I'm going to give you a picture of a link to a digital picture that you can't really show anybody because it's like not really the thing, but you just have the link to it. I'd be like, not even a piece of art. Like, go buy a Picasso. I'm all about that. Hang out art up in your house. I've got art in my house. I, sure. I deeply value art. Support but, local artists. But I can't have it like in the, my house. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not even that kind. It's it's an NFT. I would just have to say, like, I don't know. I don't know any of the words you're saying. And so, I, yeah. I, for that reason, I'm out. Oh, boy. Well, you uh, you didn't miss out, John. Fewer than 1% have a price tag above six grand now, which is a far cry from the regular million-dollar deals of two years ago. So much hype. And here's the thing. The people that were excited about it were the people selling it. Which I told people, I said, hey, the people, like, get into NFTs if you're going to make them and sell them. Good for you. If you want to hustle people out of a buck. But also... But don't buy it thinking it's an investment and I'm going to resell it for profit, which is the only reason people were buying them. Anytime somebody drums up something and, like, goes, ah! And there's not evidence. You're not, like, on this show, you could say, FPU, it's an NFT. No, there's a track record. There's 10 million people. Right, it's not just a guy on the street corner going buy my thing. It's millions of people. There's debt free screams almost every day. Like, no, no, I follow the plan and my family's free. Anytime a group of people are like, you should do it too. Just be weary. Just be weary because, man, dude. Well, that's the nail in the digital coffin, John. And you can buy a link if you want to see a picture of that <laughs> digital coffin for the low, low price of six thousand dollars. That was or fun. or the market cap of zero ouch so there you go there's my segment of i told you so thanks for that all right ken joins us up next in orlando ken welcome to the show hey guys thanks for taking my call sure um my my wife and i have been listening for a long time following the steps and uh we've been lately we've been discussing baby step number six and every now and then i'll hear in the other room of the house we're debt free so i knew i had to call you guys to really discuss um my mortgage and paying that down okay. uh, because, because I'm more about the investment side and she really wants to get rid of the, uh, the debt. So just to, just a brief background, we're both in our fifties. I'm 54. She's 51 and I'm a physician. She's an occupational therapist and we have four kids in their late teens and early twenties, essentially. Cool. I have, I bought a house um, <clears throat> after it was in 2021 uh, is $1.5 million. And I was able to put just about a million down and I took out a conventional loan at 525,000 at 2.5% 20 year term. So there's 17 years left and about $120,000 worth of interest on the, on the number four side of things, I've been investing every month into mutual funds, which has grown nicely over the years. Mm-hmm. And I could, afford to take out approximately 350000 to pay off a significant amount of that uh, What's left loan. on the mortgage? Um, it's 17 years. Four, What's the balance? Yeah, 474000 Okay. And you're saying you have non-retirement investing happening in like a brokerage account? 
Yeah. Okay. Exactly. What's in there? Mutual index funds, about four hundred fifty to five hundred thousand. Whoa! So you could pay off the house today. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to go down to zero though, but yeah, I can probably put a good. That's the question, because your wife wants to go down to zero and free up that mortgage <laughs> payment. But you're, what yeah, you're saying does. is, but babe, we could make so much more leaving it in these mutual funds the way the market's going, right? That's the argument. Yeah, over the years, it's traditionally gotten 7 to 8%. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's <clears throat> truly a hard thing to grapple with for the folks who love to see those numbers go up. And we love investing around here. But are you already investing in retirement? Yeah, I have fully funded 401k. It's it's done very well. Amazing. And you're in your 50s. What's your household income? Uh, gross, uh, 450 to 500. So riddle me this. Could you not <laughs> invest? Could you not get back up to 500,000 in a brokerage account within a few years, max? Two years. Without a mortgage payment? I don't know about two years, but... Well, without a well, Yeah, no mortgage payment. Could I you put 200 out of 500 into that brokerage account. Yes. There I we go. It, I, I, yeah, I would double my investment monthly on a monthly basis pretty quickly. Yeah. You're going to retire a multi-multi-millionaire, Ken. And in the meantime, I want you to have peace and freedom and owe nobody anything and allow yourself to enjoy these moments with these kids before they're all out Cash of the house. Cash it out, baby. Go on amazing vacations. Cash it out, baby. Pay that house off. And remember, if you hate being debt-free, no mortgage payment, just go get yourself into more debt. You can, they'll always give you a loan against that house, Ken. So uh, I, I hope you become debt-free. I think you're going to enjoy it. I don't think you'll look back, man. Thanks so much for the call. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Dr. John Deloney this hour. Give us a call at 888 825 5225. And if you're wondering why I'm wearing a shirt that just says Deloney on it, it's because I'm here to support my friend John Deloney during his book launch week. We're all very excited about it around here. Uh, and I'm excited we have a launch party tomorrow here at the uh, event center. It's going off, man. I can't wait. I uh, We've never done one of these. We haven't. Not with the level of complexity slash level of um, work I still have to do in the next 24 hours to get this thing we off. We are throwing a rager on the clock. But it's going to be pretty wild. I'm excited about it. Well, yeah, 12 Bring earplugs. It's going to be loud. Yes. All right. Let's get to Carol in Indianapolis. Carol, how's it going? Good. Thank you. How can we help today? Uh, my husband and I are debt-free, net worth about a million. We have six months emergency savings. Congratulations. We, uh, thank you. Thank you. After seeing multiple homes over the last few years, we bought a very sought-after lot. 
so much so we're being contacted by like private builders asking if we want to sell, but we're currently very happy in what we thought would be a temporary home, but we are growing out of it. My main question is, is now a good time to build? Since I own the lot, do I need a realtor for custom build? Um, we have about 75 grand saved up for what we think we're going to build. Okay. Have you started reaching out to builders? Because that's really the only people you need to work with at this point. Oh, yeah, you it's think you, it's a good time to build? Well, the right time to build is when you have the money. And so that's the beauty of, of having that financial freedom. So if you're asking, is the right time to build, is it as far as the economy goes, rates or what? Because you guys are going to take on a mortgage to do this? Economy, we, we would have to. I mean, our current home is worth about 480 And you would sell that? that we that's, I don't know if we should rent it to I make think money you out of it. Or it. No, please don't, please don't okay. take money out of it. Please, 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 please don't take money out of it. Don't put okay, one house on the would, block uh, for another house. That's a way to lose them okay. both. But we would still need to take out a small mortgage, maybe two hundred grand. Okay. So okay. if you if you sold the house, yes. So you sell the house, you get you know let's say four forty out of it, mm-hmm. and then you have your seventy five. That puts you at a little over five hundred, and you're saying, hey, it's going to cost seven hundred all in. We take out a mortgage for two hundred of that. It might be more closer to eight now that I think about it. Okay. <laughs> it's just so expensive. Well, what's your household income? Our household income, it varies from month to month, but I could say on average about 12000 Fantastic. So let's say, hey, we really need to keep this mortgage around 3000 And if we're going to do that on mm-hmm. a 15-year, we can start crunching the numbers to go, are we ready for this build? Are we ready to take on an $800,000 project, or do we need to wait? and save up another 50 grand, 100 grand to make this make sense. Right, we could easily hold off in this house for no more than two years. Okay, but it's not My It's question. not too early to do the homework and go, hey, let's con- contact a builder. Let's start to see what this would actually cost. Let's see how much mortgage we could actually afford based on our income. And that will give you some actual facts versus just, I think and maybe and I feel, I like to have some real numbers okay. on it. The facts. Okay. And do I need a realtor for a custom build? No, you own the land. You're going to have to, I would recommend getting several builders and having them give you a bid and have some sort okay. of idea of what you want the house to look like. And maybe you and your husband can go through plans online or hand them to a builder and say, here's what we're interested in, or look around and ask people at your local church, whoever, who have used a custom builder. We had a great experience. We had Perfect. a terrible experience. And then interview them at your house. They work for okay. you. Right. And then uh, ask right. them to give you all in costs and go through that whole process. Now, the spot uh, where a realtor could come in, Carol, is their expertise, their relationships with builders in the area, their negotiation skills, uh, project oversight, resale considerations, things like that. I would still say, hey, there's a lot of value in having a realtor involved. But do you need a realtor in order to build a home if you own the lot? Not necessarily. How do you say goodbye to them <laughs> since they helped us buy the lot and our current home? Uh, so are they wanting in on this? Because you already have a current realtor they, that you love? Oh, yes, she helped us buy our current home and the lot. And she's mentioned, when you're ready to build, contact me, contact me. And uh, I, don't, I haven't had the guts to say goodbye. Well, so maybe do this. Call her and ask her, what does a realtor help me do? What's the value? Okay. How are you making money from this? What is this? relationship look like and then if it's if it doesn't make sense for you guys just say hey thank you so much you've been amazing 
but we're going to continue forward without a realtor on this one. And maybe you do work with her and maybe it's a huge blessing, but I'm just, if you're, if the question is, do I absolutely need one? No. Okay. I'm saving up to have some work done at my place and it has never occurred to me to call a realtor. Maybe that's on me. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that one, but that's never occurred to me. Um, I have, uh, reached out to several folks who would be either general contractors or builders to come out and help me. And if I did keep her, I would pay her out of my pocket, correct? It would you likely... probably pay a percentage of the total build. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm curious okay. about, what, how the deal would be structured, if she's willing to negotiate on that. But you're not buying a house, she's not finding you a house, she's not searching through MLS, and she's not putting you into a system. Um, it's not a traditional realtor relationship. She, yeah. Gotcha. And so maybe you're going to pay her 0.5% or 1% to help find you the right builder. And I don't think she's going to be serving as a general contractor, making sure everything that what the builder's going to do. And so um, I don't exactly know what that relationship would be, but it, if you have a good relationship with her, she's been trustworthy. Sounds like she's been awesome. Sit down and say, like, what would you bring to this equation? Because otherwise I'm just going to call, start calling builders and begin to thumb through them that way. Love it. Best of luck, Carol. That's a big project. Excited for you guys. All right, Christian joins us in Los Angeles. Christian, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks hey. for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Hey, so um, I'm a I'm 27. I live at home, debt free, um, at my parents' house. Uh, so I have no bills. Uh, they don't pay. They don't charge me any rent. Um, I'm currently making gross eighty thousand a year. Awesome. In savings, I have eighty thousand cash. 130 liquid and I'm looking, I don't invest in anything except for just my, uh, my pension plan. Um, so I'm not going to be able to touch that anytime soon, but, um, I'm looking to invest essentially. And I looked at the market CDs and, or if I were to throw it at the stock market into like a mutual fund, um, I do plan on using my money to purchase a home within the next two years. Um, once I have enough for, for a down payment, um, which is looking to be about, it's going to be about 150000 for what I'm looking at okay. um, in my range. So I'm looking at, uh, my money's not doing anything for me right now. Essentially, it's all, like I said, it's 80000 sitting in the bank. Um, I'm When I say liquid, I purchased a truck cash um, just because I never had a new vehicle. And honestly, I'm considering just selling it. And I'll, I'll get 50000 50, oh, for okay. it right now. So. Yeah, you said one hundred thirty liquid. That's including if you sold the truck. Exactly. I have 80000 cash, though. And so I'm looking to just invest. And so I'm not... I'm, can't buy a home right now. I, I mean, the house, the prices are just crazy. Um, they're not going to go down, man. I hate to, yeah, I, so, I know everyone says that they're not. Um, yeah, I, I understand that. I'm looking to, I guess my long-term goal is like my five-year plan essentially is I'm going to just, you know, stay at home, not pretty much pay no bill, just my minimal regular bills, but Can I five years. Can I push back on that? Why? Um, I know it makes economic I sense. Being, I, I get that, but man, you got to go out and live your life. You got to learn how to pay bills. You got to learn yeah. how to live on your own, have your friends. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, I'm just, I don't want to, yeah, I can go out and get like a cheaper, uh, condo. I don't want to get wrapped up in HOAs. I guess I'm uh, right now. The home prices that I'm looking at, it's like, go, hey, go, go rent. Million. You're a, you're a 27, 28 year old man. Get making some roommates. Have a time. A year living with his mom. Yeah. But so Christian, you're, you're saying I should just go and rent. Yes, because listen, you, okay. this is this is a, the math problem. You're you're right, the math problem. I am able to save this much money at my mom and dad's house. Yes, there is the psychosocial development side of this, where you learn how to be an adult. 
how to be a grown man and lean on yourself. That discomfort of having a place, making the calls, having to set up your own electricity, call it when the bill's wrong. All of those things are about being an adult. Going to your neighbors and saying, hey, we all turn the music down. Those are all skills your body needs to learn that you don't get when mommy's doing your laundry for you at 30 years of age. So Christian, sell the truck. Too much of your world. Get something reasonable. Don't invest this money. Put it in a high-yield savings account because that time horizon is way too short, my friend. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ramsey personality George Camel, joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney, strictly colleagues, sometimes friends. Best friends. And we are here for you, America. The number to call, 888-825-5225. We love having a conversation with you, helping you take the right next step with your money, your life, your relationships, all of it. Taylor's up next in Milwaukee. Taylor, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, how are you? You're a little muffled. Uh, Speak directly into your phone for me. A little muffled, is that better? That's Perfect. Okay, um, so my fiance and I have been struggling to pay off a little bit of our credit card debt. And I was thinking the other night, she works, she makes about 14, 1450 a month take home, and she's paying, we're paying $1,200 a month in daycare. Um, and so I thought to myself, why, and she, we do do Instacart um, and, and DoorDash and stuff on the side. Um, and I thought to myself, why don't you just quit your job? Put your two week notice in. She's starting cosmetology school in the spring. Anyway, so she's going to have to be leaving her job. Why don't you quit your job um, and just do Instacart, DoorDash, uh, stuff like that uh, full-time um, with our son staying at home more with him. Uh, and it's kind of funny. I was listening to you guys' show a couple of days ago, and I kind of feel like a little desperate right now. Um, and I picked up something that stuck with me, and it said that we when you're feeling desperate, you're gonna make a you're gonna be stupid. You're gonna make a stupid choice. Yes, um, good call. Man. So I thought, man, you know, maybe I could get on here and talk to you guys and see how you guys feel about this. What do you feel desperate about, brother? Choice. Just so we're so listening to the show. We've been paying off. We've been throwing all of our extra pennies um, at our credit cards. So we have just over twenty, about twenty twenty three thousand dollars in debt. Um, and we want to take care of it cause we want to buy a house. So we've been throwing all of our extra pennies at it. Well, I had to pay for books, um, for my school. I'm uh, an apprentice electrician, IBW and books came due. So I had to pay for my books and I thought I was adding my credit card payment, but I paid the whole thing. So that was a couple of weeks ago. And so the last couple of weeks we've been kind of literally living paycheck to paycheck, working out of a negative bank account trying to catch up because we totally did not expect that because then a couple days later her our payment for daycare um glitched and it double paid that week so we paid out like fifteen hundred dollars extra that we were not expecting that week and so we're finally just that was a couple weeks ago we're finally just tomorrow you know when she gets paid uh we won't be working out of a negative account we can get back on track you know working at her debt um she just got into a car accident Friday, so which oh. it might help. It wasn't her. It wasn't her fault. Someone pulled out in front of her. Um, so, in a roundabout way, we might not have to pay her car loan anymore. You know, and we'll just buy a beater car. And because God, I don't want to pay. I don't want enough. Uh, to know another car. So, is the twenty three thousand total between the car loan and the credit cards? No, I'm not including that car loan into this. If we include that, it's up over forty. 
but oh, I don't gosh. think we're going to have to. I okay. think, yeah. I think What's your income? Eliminated. My income right now is 2400 a month. Um, take home. Um, we, I work a lot of overtime with my job, uh, and it's temporarily permanent overtime, I guess. Because with being a uh, oh, hold on, with are opposite yeah. words. With overtime, you're bringing up twenty four hundred a month. No, no, no. With overtime, it's like thirty three hundred a month, and it's that's consistent for. I know, but that's five hundred extra winner. dollars, right? No, yeah, I'm sorry, thirty three nine hundred extra dollars. But I wanted to use. I I don't want to count on that overtime because at any point it could get eliminated right here here, okay you've got you've got money chaos but let me just cut right to it dude underneath that you've got other chaos what is it well so a couple years ago we wanted to buy we really wanted to buy a house so we thought we could move into my parents house and save up some money uh well that didn't work covid hit and this hit and we got frugal with the money and it just it just Underneath we that, what's underneath that? Um, Here's what you sound like to me, okay? You sound like a dad. You got one kid or two kids? Two. Two kids. Is this woman your wife? Um, n- no, we're engaged. We've, we've been engaged for about eight years. Why? We just, I don't know. We just have... So... When we, Hold on, wait, we don't, we, we don't, 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 we, don't we, we don't have time to go through the whole thing. Here's what it sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sound like a guy who is fraying at the edges in a way that makes me makes me nervous for you. The okay. money is symptomatic of a life of a guy playing whack a mole with his life. Yeah. I Can I? That. I'm going to ask you a hard question. You don't have to answer it. Are you using right now? Um, I I drink. Okay. No. Yes. Here's how I know that. The way you are living, your body was not designed to handle the whack-a-mole stress you put on it, and you have to have something to shut that system down. Um, either you got to have something to speed up that system to keep up with it, or you got to have something to shut it down. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a very anxious person. Yes, yes. What you need, my man, is to, uh, you have to have a plan, but you got to have something beneath all of this, dude. Let me ask you, what are you running from? Failure, I guess. Yes. Why? What are you scared of, man? You have a woman who loves you, you got two healthy kids. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, this might sound kind of crazy, but I've always been commitment. I'm afraid of commitment. I've always been really good at everything I do, but I can't ever just stick with one thing. Okay. But when you get lasered in on something, I bet you're freaking amazing, aren't you? I'm enjoying my career right now. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But are you the kind of guy that's going to get certified and get a great job and six months later you're going to be like, oh, look over here? Um, I, no. Okay. I can't. I can't. So here's yeah, the deal. I'm 33. I don't want to start over again. I love I love what I do. I really do. That's amazing. That's amazing. You are I need you. I want you to do something crazy when we get off this call. And it's going to sound insane, okay. okay? I want you to make a fist and I want you to put it right in the middle of your chest and I want you to walk into your bathroom and shut the door and say these words out loud. I love this guy. And I want you to stare yourself in the eyes. 
And my, I'd be willing to bet money that that's going to be hard for you to do. Because right now you have a woman telling you, I love you so much, I'll, I will play your little commitment gymnastics even though we're together for eight years because she loves you that much. And you got two kids who love you. You got parents who are like, dude, move on in. You have a boss that's like, do we want you so bad around here? We're going to give you extra time because we need you and your skill set and your character around here. The only person I hear in your life that doesn't believe in you is you. And that has to stop today. You got two little boys. You got two little kids looking up to you, man. Okay. I just called an electrician and spent an ungodly amount of money. You know what I looked at that guy and I said? I said, I trust you to take care of my family because you have a skill set I don't have. Please help. And he came in. He said, I got you. That's what you do for guys like me. Yeah. Every day I do that. But you have to address the drinking. And you have to address the anxiety. And you have to address this pretend I'm not getting married because I don't like commitment, but I'm with the same person. I've built a family and a home, but sort of with this woman. Marry her and be done with that. So your body can rest. Right? And then we'll give you a plan on the money. We'll give you a plan on the money, man. You just got to follow the plan. Okay. Does that sound good? It does, yeah. Taylor, I don't think the solution here is, man, if she just stays home, our problems are over. You're just trading one problem for it's another. It's whack-a-mole. It's whack-a-mole. And it's not going to get you out of the money mess. It's not going to be a big dent in the financial hole you guys have created. But you got to get serious about this. If she can get her income up, that will help the problem. We're going to hook you up. Listen, that, I'm going to send you Building a oh, Non-Anxious okay. Life, my new book. I want you to follow it. The second thing is I'm going to send you every dollar the best money app for y'all two to use together for a year for free. I'm going to send you the FPU lessons for free, but y'all got to do them as a couple and make some commitments. And I want you to send me a wedding invitation in the next 30 days. Game on, my brother. Game I'll go on. with you, John. It'll be fun. Taylor, thanks so much for the call. Hang on the line. Austin will pick up. We'll get you all those goodies, man. Wishing you guys the best. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com slash show.